is KGMI Connects with Joe Tian, a live local show about our community and you on KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. Well, happy Friday to you and glad you're with us here on KGMI Connects and hope to hear from you, whatever is on your mind, as always. Open lines, open ideas. Any opinion goes, we'll listen to you. We might challenge you a bit, but I I won't correct you. I don't think I'm necessarily any smarter than you are. My opinion has any um, greater legitimacy than yours. Although, by golly, I've got them, just like you do, I know. But uh, we want to hear from you, whatever's on your mind, 360-676-5464. Let's just get rolling right out of the gate. Rich in Ferndale is chomping at the bit. Hey, Rich. How's it going, Joe? Doing well, doing well. What's on your mind today? So I got to try and stay less animated, though it can be hard at times, the things that go on around here, the two (laughs) bank robberies. Yeah. The ATM getting yanked out of the store in Blaine. Mm-hmm. And, you know, related to the fact that our jail is full and they know they don't go to jail that easy. And, you know, the questions are asked, why isn't there a new jail? Well, the voters didn't approve different, uh, I guess you got to vote on it to get a jail, which I wonder about that. Because, if you know, they can't they just set aside other money and cut a little bit on their budget on other things and just save up and build the stupid thing over five years? I think, well, I guess they could do that, but I think they, as as I, I, as I understand it, I mean, the budget is pretty close to the, you know, to the vest. I mean, they're, they're not really, basically what they budget each year is pretty much what the revenue they have coming in. They, they put together a balanced right, they budget. Can, they can go but, over all their things and say, let's take 5% out of everything and set aside money and build a jail. They own the property in Ferndale. They've owned it for six years or so. Yeah. The vote and comes, the vote comes on a bond issue, allowing the, uh, allowing the County to go into further into debt to build it, to take out uh, loans to, well, they were uh, to supposed build it. to be saving up because the two tenths, 1% sales tax from 20 years ago or 19 years ago, they were supposed to be saving up for a new jail, and it never just never materialized for a plethora of reasons. But recently, they bought land in the South Lake Whatcom watershed to protect it for the environment or whatever their kind of reasons I really don't like. So the environment is more important than a jail. How do they find money to buy land for parks and land for the watershed, and then they don't build a jail? So... They just need I don't to know buckle that, down and do it. I know. I'll I'll have to go back and look, but I don't know that they actually bought that land because it was held by in the news that they held by the it was held by the state. It was a transference, I believe, of the property from the okay, state well, to the county to to, to create this recently. park. Was I don't know six yeah. months ago or something that was on the news. Well, and one of the, the park is the you're talking about the 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 park South Lake uh, on, Watkins. Yeah, that's or, been know, that's been existence that for a number of years. That, right, not the one where you're not allowed to ride bikes because the little bit of mud from the bike trail is hurting the environment. That's another terrible thing. So you have this park, and it's for the public, and then they get upset when bicyclers hurt the vegetation. And you think about the percentage of vegetation they're hurting; it's minuscule. It's not even quantifiable. And then, oh, we got to stay off there, and we don't want to hurt that little plant. You're like. It's well, nothing, it's and not, it's for the public. Who cares if they wreck a little trail for a bike? Well, it's just the, but absurd. it's not—it's—it's it's not just the little trail. I mean, it because it, is. it well, <laughs> no, because because it has it has greater impacts than that. I it mean, when you not. when you yeah, because it does nope. it, it creates the the opportunity for erosion and on uh, a I little mean, tiny area, Joe. No, but you see, it's not the whole not, mountainside. They make oh, it out like it's the whole mountainside, and it's just a little trail. And the public's not allowed to access land that it owns and have recreation. Isn't that the idea of a park? Well, but it, it, people can access it, but they just limit that t- type of recreation on that part, particular part of land. I mean, if you go to Galbraith, I mean, they've got, if 
I, I haven't been up there personally, up on the top of Galbraith, but it's prolific. I get, yeah, I've seen pictures of these. Uh, I mean, they, they look like racetracks down the mountain that, what, that they've been they they built do. there. And we had, you know, recently just uh, the city was, um, you know, had released um, uh, this notice that they've seen all this, you know, illegal bike use and that sort of thing on trails in the uh, the Seahome Arboretum that are that are damaging. They create uh, opportunities for erosion and uh, and 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 lots of harm if it's not done correctly or not regulated. I don't regulated. think it's lots of harm. You, you you take a drone picture of the total area. You calculate total square footage, and then you look at total square footage of this muddied up bicycle trail. And I bet you it's well less than one percent. So okay. they, they just well, gotta just, cool it. You know, okay. the earth is for the use of humanity, and if you can't even recreate on it, I mean, they want to have parks, but they don't want people in the parks. You know, there's a movement for that. People are hurting the parks, like even the national parks. Oh, there's too many people and affecting the wildlife, and it's like, good golly. Okay. People just don't matter. Well, I, I don't really think that's I, the case, but too many people can. I think it's pretty obvious that too many people and, and too much development and too much that can have a terrible is, impact. I mean, well, what is what is too much though? That's that's arbitrary depending on who you talk to. Environmentalists will say uh, ten people's too much, and I'll say a hundred maybe is too much. It's an arbitrary thing up to whoever is in control of the government says what is too much. The only thing there's never too much of Joe is taxes and debt. All right, never too much. Well, oh, that's... I did a little research on uh, inflation and how that works with the Steve Forbes book. I sent you an email of a picture of the book. Okay. The government sells bonds when they need money or to raise the debt ceiling. They sell bonds, mm-hmm. and private people buy it, uh, institutions buy it, mm-hmm. uh, foreign countries buy it, and the Federal Reserve buys it. Right. And when the Federal Reserve buys it, they do create money out of thin air to buy those bonds, digitally generated out of thin air. And then the, you pay interest on the bonds. I, my banker, I talked to him about this. He said, "Yeah, I bought some bonds too, a four point something percent over six months." You know, I make a little interest, and then it's paid out, and I can take the money, or I can buy another bond, or you know. So it's just like the bonds for building something. Same idea. Okay. So it is debt, and the book says by Steve Forbes that twenty-five percent of our national debt is held by the Federal Reserve. They own it. So that's but it's and the other seventy-five percent debt that the government owes, and that that the government will have to pay back with assets right. that with, with in the interest. form that that it that it collects in the form of revenue, which would be taxes, fees, uh, all but that. But raising the debt limit is revenue too. If they spent, if they did not have deficit spending, there would be no reason to ever raise the debt ceiling. But they always spend more than they take in. That's why the debt continues to go up. Right. And when we had. The last yeah. two years of the multiple trillions of dollars of bills, there's no way they had that money on hand. That was created money, man. There's, they did not have five, six trillion sitting in a bank account, and they couldn't tax you fast enough to get it either. So that was cre- that literally was created out of thin air, well, and now me, we have inflation. Sure, but let me let me throw this sure. at you. I mean, you know, you've talked about uh, obviously people having to pay back debts that they've incurred, yes. and should the, gov- the government should that. also have to pay that back, shouldn't but they? they? Don't. Well, but they don't. They do. That's I mean, we do. We do. That's Joe, why. That's why we need to raise interest. the debt ceiling because Joe, we need that's to not pay we, it back. Uh, well, so like, yes, okay, we do out, pay it back, though, Rich. We don't. Joe, we, even Joe, the, even the the Federal Reserve, no, if it holds oh debt, it's debt that it, the government Joe, has to turn around and account the, for. I got to disagree with you, hundred percent. If they paid it back, wouldn't it ever get to zero? It never gets to zero. It, they pay interest because they it do keeps pay, climbing. They maintain the debt. They right. maintain the debt by paying interest. Right. But they never, ever, ever pay principal. Ever, ever, ever. That's why it keeps going up. Well, we Does were that make we sense? were close I mean, to balancing it at the end of uh of um Clinton. yeah no, that was that but, was but now but now just the deficit but that was the, so they didn't deficit spend for like three or four years which was a miracle right but they actually kept it the same and didn't raise it that was really good that's uh-huh. a start but but then we didn't keep that going we decided okay no. we're, we're gonna nope. and i mean you can say and i i think and i've made the point too if we've if you if you are you know that you have all these debts and it's this it's like the government uh, cutting taxes, and I'm just saying, and I know how you feel about tax cuts. You think they're good, and right. in every well, case, but somewhat. But the bottom line is, if you if you have this debt that you know you owe, say you have a massive debt on your credit card, you have a car loan, you have a mortgage, all this stuff you know you need to pay, and you're just barely you're just barely getting by. 
But then it comes around the end of the year and you tell your employer, you know, why don't you cut my pay? Don't don't give me, you know, cut my pay by whatever, you know, 10%. I'll be fine. I'll get by. And that's what, I mean, no. that's what Joey, it happens when the Joey, government says, I'm going to cut tax, tax. Well, it does because then we don't have job. the revenue you to pay those, law, when those you loans. Don't have, when you and me don't have the money, we do not continue to spend. It is absolutely But if you've impossible. already incurred the debt, you can't stop spending. Well, okay, okay, Rich. Well, I got a bunch of other folks that want to talk, so I'm going to let you go. But I appreciate it. It's always fun. I really, I, I enjoy talking to Rich and uh, having our back and forth. Uh, let's go to Howard in Ferndale. Hi, Howard. Are you there? Oh, wrong button. Hi, Howard. Yeah. Hi, Joe. Go How ahead. You yeah, good, good. You, uh, you said yeah, we talked 20 you, years like, ago, huh? Yeah, yeah, actually, you have a show as Veterans Day about 20 years ago, and uh, I found myself agreeing with you, which I never thought was going to be possible. And I told you that at the time. Okay. You being a, a liberal, and at that time we were both younger, and you were pretty far on the left, and I was conservative pretty far on the right. Okay. And as I, as I listened to you over the years, it seemed like uh, you were coming a bit toward the center, and I was going the same way. <laughs> Maybe, huh? <laughs> Which, yeah, that was weird. But you know, sometimes you still you still pull that liberal part out of you. Like you know, you, summer of love, you went down in Seattle. You didn't see anything wrong there, but you went there at night when all the all the riots were happening. And last week, you made a comment about. Uh, what the president said about the border not being open, you never, you never, you don't remember the president ever saying that, you know, come on up to, you know, we'll welcome you. Okay. Well, actually, he did. He did. Okay. It, it, you know, it's public record. <laughs> so I'm kind of wondering if you're like playing the party line or. Oh, no. I, had I, I, I don't. Had some, I had such hopes for you. He <laughs> thought I was going to come over to, from the dark side, huh? No, pretty much. But no, I was, I was actually I was willing to meet you right in the middle there, which I wish more people would. Well, uh, because, uh, yeah, I mean, there there are something I think. After, I I don't feel like I'm become more conservative. I would say maybe a, a little more pragmatic. I over the years, I don't know, but well, well, I never I never expected you to become conservative, but. I was hoping that you wouldn't. Sometimes you defend things that are non-truth. <laughs> yeah, you're not alone in, there. In my, it, hey, in my opinion. Okay. I, I think you, you do a really great job. Uh-huh. But, uh huh. But and and as far as this uh, ranting and raving about the debt and stuff, mm-hmm. I think the last president that actually had a balanced budget was Bill Clinton. Yeah. And if I'm not mistaken, he was a Democrat. He was. That's right. And here I am, a conservative, thinking that a Democrat did a good thing. <laughs> well, and that's why right. I still have hope for you, Joe. All right, Howard. <laughs> really Great to hear Keep from doing you, man. A good job. Thanks. All Appreciate right. you calling. Bye. We'll take a quick break. We've got a couple of folks on the line. We'll get right to Chuck. We'll hear from Jackie, and we want to hear from you too. Three six zero six seven six five four six four. Back in two minutes. A fine wine, your favorite jeans, a drop top Chevy. So many things get better with age. Unfortunately, your furnace isn't one of them until now. With Barron's Payback Program, you can earn up to $1,500 in combined savings when you upgrade to a new high-efficiency furnace. The older the furnace, the more you'll save. And spoiler alert, two lucky customers will win air conditioning. That dinosaur in the garage has been keeping you toasty for decades. But as much as 40% or more of its energy could be wasted, yikes, that old furnace is costing you money. So call Barron and save up to $1,500 when you trade in your old model. Plus, two lucky customers will win free air conditioning, including the customer with the oldest furnace. Good things really do come to those who wait, but don't wait too long. Call today. Barron's payback program is going on now through February 28th. Barron, your full-service HVAC electrical and plumbing contractor. Our mission, improving lives. No purchase necessary. See barronheating.com for details. 
DeWard and Bodie's annual red tag sale is on now with markdowns up to 40% off on Whatcom and Skagit County's best in-stock selection of appliances, mattresses, and barbecues. Find special red tag savings on hundreds of models with many prices too low to advertise. Laundry sets, refrigerators, wall ovens, cooktops, ranges, and so much more are on sale and ready to deliver. This weekend, visit a DeWard and Bodie showroom near you for special in-store coupons like an extra $100 off select Whirlpool laundry sets, $100 off select in-stock barbecue grills from Weber and Traeger, and $100 off in-stock mattress purchases. Plus, get no interest special financing for 24 months on qualifying in-stock orders. Visit the Bellingham Appliance and Mattress Showroom on Meridian next to Home Depot, the Bellingham Appliance Outlet Center on Hannigan Road, or the Appliance Showroom in Burlington next to Costco for red tag savings and special in-store offers this weekend. Shop and save during DeWard and Bodie's annual red tag sale on now. Financing OAC qualifications apply. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects. 360-676-5464. Thanks for joining us here on this Friday afternoon. Let's go to Chuck and Custer. Hi, Chuck. Hey. Oh. Hey, Chuck. Are you there? We're here, yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Right on. Um, I wanted to talk about the so-called gun violence. Okay. There's no such thing as gun violence. There's only violence. I've got guns. I can load them up, I can cock them, and sit them on the counter, and they're not going to jump up and shoot anybody until somebody picks them up and and pulls the trigger. So there's only violence. There's no such thing as gun violence. Well... I mean, you. There is gun violence. There's violence committed with guns, as opposed well, to yeah. there's violence committed with knives or yeah, uh, and hammers um, and, sure. and knives and everything else. But those... there's no such thing as gun violence. Gun violence does not exist. It's violence. It's human violence. Okay. All right. Well, I, I I see where where you're coming from, Chuck. And I I mean, it is it, it does take a human to cause the gun to function in a in a violent way or in a way against another human being. That can't be denied. So, I guess I I would say it's it it it, it t- also if you were talking about um, an attack with a gun, it takes the takes the gun as well. But uh, thanks for your thoughts, Chuck. Let's go to Jackie and Anacortes. Hi, Jackie. Hello there. Hi. Uh, yeah. Every day all I hear is we need more tax money. We need more tax money. And now Inslee wants billions more to build the uh, housing for the homeless. Mm-hmm. And what gets me is that all these liberals with all their silly Silliness, they create the problem. They've created the drug problem by legalizing it. They created it by, not Inslee, but the president opening the borders. We've got all the drugs coming across and the drug dealers. Um, Now... We have to support all this, and there's never enough money. They've spent billions and billions on the homeless, and it just keeps getting worse. Why? Because they haven't fixed the problem. And now gas tax higher. Now they want to tax people uh they don't, they don't call it a state income tax, but that's what it is. When does this all end? Uh, I don't know if you saw the the mess at that hotel in New York with, where they housed all those illegals. Did you see what happened a week or two ago there? No. Uh-uh. Oh, no I'm they sorry. Were, they, they housed a whole bunch of them. Um, 
and a couple brothers got into a fight with somebody else, and there was a stabbing. There's been shoplifting at the Macy's there by these people. They're doing drugs in the hotel and drinking. Just They interviewed a man that has been working there for 20-some years, Hispanic man, and he said it's utter chaos. He, he can't hardly, he just can't believe what has happened. That's the mess we're in. So okay. that's all I, I just wanted to say. All right. Why do we have to keep raising taxes to to cover, put a Band-Aid on this? Okay. Well, I think uh, uh, your point about dealing with the uh, the illness rather than the uh, symptoms is, uh, that's an important lesson for sure. Yeah. All well, right, they're not doing anything about it, so okay. it just keeps going, going on. So, All right. anyway, thank thanks so you. much. Appreciate your call. Uh-huh. All right. And let's. I mean, it's not. There aren't easy solutions to all this, but um, but I would say that helping people because studies have shown that if people have a roof over their heads, dealing with problems like addiction and um, and joblessness, these these problems are dealt with much much better or more much much more effectively if someone is does have a roof of some sort over their head. But um, let's go to Keith in Linden. Hi, Keith. Hey, Joe. Thanks for taking my call. You bet. I uh, you know I, I have to agree with her. Uh, I mean, this drug use is crazy, and it it I'm pretty sure it's exclusive to liberals. So liberals should become more conservative, become more godly and go to church and get their drugs from Chris Parker, the pastor who was arrested in Mount Vernon with 2.7 pounds of methamphetamine and 2,000 mystery pills. If they would just accept God into their lives, Joe, they wouldn't need drugs. And and if they did, they'd get them from their local pastor. Well, at least in that case, if you're acquainted with the guy, and this is a new story that, yeah, that uh, I just uh, wrote a story up on, too. Yeah, this uh, pastor who's... Um, but uh, it's, it's all those liberals, Joe. It's all those liberals bringing drugs across the border and doing them all. That's what the problem is. All right, Keith. Thanks for your call. But uh, that, and, and I think that's important too, though, to remember. It's not one side or the other, one party or the other that's creating the problems. This, these are societal problems, and they can only be fixed really by society working together. But uh, let's go to John in Ferndale, who's always interested in, uh, you know, joining hands and working on problems. Hey, John. Absolutely, and I try to find agreement whenever I can. Whenever Dennis Prager surprises me and says something I agree with, I give him credit. Were you listening um, at the so end of wanted... his show? Just real quick, before you get to your point, I thought I heard him say that he agreed with this transgender person who brought, a, you know, sued the cake maker in... Uh, in uh, Colorado, who um, refused to bake a cake for for that transgender person because it was to celebrate their their sex change, I and, and I, I thought um, I thought he was agreeing. I with heard that some person. of it. I, I heard some of it, but no, he's he's definitely against people having to make cakes uh, for oh, okay. things that they object about if they're if they're Christian. And the thing, uh, yeah, but that's a whole other thing. I could care less. People can make their own damn cakes. You know, it's so ridiculous. Let's talk about something important. John okay. Durham. The Durham report, right? That oh, was okay. where Trump had had Attorney General Bill Barr go investigate the investigators that were looking into the Russia stuff. So a huge bombshell landed last night. John Durham and William Barr went over to Italy right after talking with Rudy Giuliani because he's running interference, and they pressed our allies, the U.K. as well, and they were outraged. They were like, you show us the information they have that proves that Hillary colluded with the FBI to make up this phony thing, and they're like, no, it's, it's not phony. In fact, the Italians gave them a lead on a crime that has to do with money being transferred between Italy, Germany, and Deutsche Bank, and this was from that banned bank in the island of uh, the island of Cyprus that uh, 
that our former uh, tre- uh, one of our secretaries, our Wilbur Ross, was president of. And they thought it's so important, Joe. They said, "Oh my gosh, we have to investigate this. This is possible possible crime." Well, I mean, John Durham's purview in the F, you know in his investigation was to investigate the FBI for framing Donald Trump for Russia, Russia, Russia. Had had like, the, but they actually found an actual crime that they opened a case on, and you have to do a declaration of. Uh, uh, a declination, like you're declining to prosecute. You have, you have to put out a uh, 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 a report whenever you do that. That was never done. This this crime was hushed up by by Durham and 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 Barr. And the thing is, eventually, we're going to figure out most, if not all, of the the crimes that were committed by our former president and his cohorts. Um, okay. But yeah, it's it's just uh, like after after all of that Durham stuff. Remember how we all endured it? Oh, he's going to come out. He's going to get Hillary. Nothing. The person that they and they okay. had three prosecutors, Joe, three prosecutors who quit the case in protest because they said it was all political. It was weaponization of the Justice Department. The very thing that Donald Trump decries Democrats for. It's all projection. All and right. I'm just waiting for him to be indicted any day all right well we'll see if that happens i don't know i i prefer talking about cakes but we'll take a quick break we'll be back with more we want to hear from you at 360-676-5464 kg mike and x when you make spring creek by bonaventure your home you're not only getting the retirement of your dreams the simplified lifestyle you deserve and a spacious suite you become part of our community at spring creek by bonaventure new neighbors become best friends book a tour at retirementperfected.com or call us at 360-746-2432 and discover what it means to live life on your terms. Come in today and learn how we can save you thousands. Once again, that's retirementperfected.com. Are you looking for health insurance? Is 2023 the year you finally retire? Maybe you are unable to make a change to your plan during the annual enrollment period. Hi, this is Marcia Neal at Vibrant USA. Special enrollment periods may allow you to still make a change to your insurance plan for 2023. Whether you have questions about Medicare or individual health plans, the friendly agents at Vibrant USA can help. Give us a call, 866-733-5111 and put us to work for you. The latest local news and important topics of the day from the West Mechanical Studio. Don't worry about your furnace on the coldest days of the year. Talk with West Mechanical, your independent train dealer, about replacing your old inefficient furnace with a train comfort system. Today, find them at westmechanical.net. Get the latest news and information 24-7 with KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. Thanks for joining us on this Friday afternoon, and we go to Dan in Bellingham. Hi, Dan. Hey, how are you? Very good, very good. You want to talk depth and the deficit, huh? I was listening to you talk about the difference between the debt and the deficit. Can you give me your definition of the difference? Well, the debt is money that we owe. The deficit is the difference between what we owe and how much revenue is coming in. You know what I'm you know what I'm saying? So how much how much we have, how much revenue is coming in. So I guess the debt would be say if you owe more than, you know, you with every all, all everything that you owe is more than what you are earning. Uh, then you that's then what your what that amount over and above your the amount that you earn in your paycheck is uh, that's the deficit that you would have each month or right. each and year. So the difference the difference when they when they say that the deficit isn't growing, it just means more, that we're back in the Clinton days. We weren't debt free. No, the deficit didn't just didn't keep growing. Right, we right. Still had the debt. It, it, well, yeah, absolutely. We did have debt. We didn't erase the debt. We, at the, for for a, a we, we short just, time, we erased the. Keep, yeah, we didn't spend more than was what coming in. What was coming in, but we still owed trillions of dollars. Exactly. Yeah, that's absolutely true. Okay. All right. So, with, with that in mind, how are that we ever going to pay back thirty-five trillion dollars? 
That's a, I guess that's I mean, a good question. But ideally, I mean, we like to think that the United States of America is an ongoing concern. It's not something that will come to a come to a screeching halt and they will go and and will be bankrupt. You know, you know what I mean? So carrying carrying a debt, carrying a debt for as long as it's not too big, at least that's what um, at least that's what uh, uh, economists say. The deficit could or the debt could get to be too large and be a drag on the economy. So as long as it's not too large, I mean, uh, carrying a debt. So what, what, in your opinion, is $35 trillion well, isn't too much? That's pretty big. What do you think would be? That's pretty big. Yeah, you can't argue with that. So like in your house, when you're writing checks that you can't cover, there's got to be a tie and, and so someone keeps throwing, your, your rich uncle keeps throwing money in your checkbook. And you, you say, yeah, okay, I'll pay it back. But you know you never will. Mm-hmm. So what's going to happen in the long run when we can't pay that back? Well, we will be able to. We can pay it back because the government is, uh, as I said, it's ongoing. And every year it will collect money. And that's the that's the whole idea of the full faith. But in, we're spending and, more than we're collecting right. for the last, ever since Clinton was in office. We've spent right. more than we've taken in. Right, but we're paying the that, we're paying the bills, and that's that's what the whole idea of raising the debt ceiling is. So we keep paying the but bills. But we're paying it with with funny money. We're we're uh, we, we we're just not. print more money. We're not making more money. Well, it's it is uh, you know I I I hear what you're saying, but we're we're paying it with real money, and we are paying the debt, and that we are servicing the debt. But, you know, the, the danger, I think, here immediately, and it, I mean, because I think it would make sense for us to maybe cut spending and reduce the debt if we could. But uh, what, what right now what we need to do is raise the debt ceiling so we don't hit that point to where we can't pay our bills. Do you know what I'm saying? Well, I'm not so sure we're not already there. Well, we are. Well, we've last week. I think on last Thursday, we hit the hit the wall. We hit the point where we can't borrow any more money, and now they have to do some no, tricks. Well, we and, just went in the basement. We we went in the basement. We'll just print more money in the basement. Well, they can't just print more money, and we've talked about that. But all right. Well, that's what they're doing. It, I mean, the money's got to come. It doesn't come from you and I. Well, it does. It, I mean, that's what they have to work with. Well, it has all come from us except for $35 trillion. Yeah. Well, that's, that's, then that's what we've borrowed then. We turn around and we say, okay, we need this much money to keep operating, to keep doing what we're doing. And to do that, we have to turn around and borrow money from these folks and these folks and these folks. And then that's the debt that keeps building. But as long as we pay that and pay the interest on it, you know, pay – the, what we've agreed to pay, then uh, we're we're all good. It's like having a you know, it's like having a a high you know high balance on a credit card. As long as you pay at least the minimum payment every month, the credit card company will say, okay, that's fine. You can just keep that going as long as you want. But as soon as you no, quit paying it, then that, they that, come. There'll be a time that you can, you can't pay the minimum. Well, that's what we need to avoid, but. Well, when that happens, that's what happens when we can't pay the minimum. Okay. Then, then we just print more money, or or increase it, but we don't bring any more money in from anyone. Okay. Well, I I hear what you're saying, Dan. Uh, I, I just want to make sure you understand that. Uh, okay. That the the money's just being printed. We're not. It's not coming from the taxpayers. Because they aren't collecting enough from them, and that's what drives the debt up. Okay. Well, I you know, and I appreciate your call, Dan. I, the government can't just print money because then, if it's just printing the money, and you know, bottom line is printing money. I mean, it can't just create the money uh, because without a system. I mean, it does. Obviously, there has to be more money in uh, circulation as our economy continues to grow. That has to be done via a formula. It can't just be done willy-nilly because, oh, we owe this much today. Print up that money or create it, and we'll send it off to uh, the Fed or to these bondholders or whoever they may be. 
because we have to pay that debt. Well, take a quick break. Be back with more. Tim is on the line, and we want to hear from you. 360-676-5464. Wilson's Furniture's winter sale is going on now. Your chance to save storewide on living, dining, bedroom furniture and mattresses at the best prices of the year. Stop at Wilson's Furniture today. It's Wilson's Furniture's annual winter sale going on now. Wilson's on Pacific Highway in Ferndale. Victor deployed for the first time to Afghanistan in 2003. He sustained a moderate traumatic brain injury. One of the most important elements of caregiving is taking care of yourself. For many military veteran caregivers, their caregiving journey starts earlier in life and lasts longer. Visit aarp.org caregiving for a free military veteran's guide to navigate your caregiving journey and better care for your loved one and yourself. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Sign up for the CHS Northwest Propane Autofill Program and receive a cellular tank monitor with no monitoring fees. Plus, you'll be able to review your daily tank level readings from your smartphone or tablet. CHS Northwest, everything you need for home and farm. Online at chsnw.com. When you make Spring Creek by Bonaventure your home, you're not only getting the retirement of your dreams, the simplified lifestyle you deserve, and a spacious suite, you become part of our community. At Spring Creek by Bonaventure, new neighbors become best friends. Book a tour at retirementperfected.com or call us at 360-746-2432 and discover what it means to live life on your terms. Come in today and learn how we can save you thousands. Once again, that's retirementperfected.com. Dedicated to service, shining a light on local individuals, law enforcement, and groups giving back to our community. The Wheelchair Warehouse, operated by the Bellingham Central Lions Club, loans mobility equipment to the public at no charge. The Wheelchair Warehouse is supported by Lions Club volunteers and your generous donations. The staff at the warehouse has a special request of anyone who has recently checked out the following items. Bedside commodes, shower benches, shower stools, and toilet seat risers. They ask if you've completed your of these items, please return them as soon as possible. The Lions thank you, and your fellow citizens in need of them thank you. Dedicated to service, brought to you by Neater House of Luxury, Bellingham's newest fine jewelry store. They're also a certified precious metals dealer, American Gold Eagles, gold and silver bars, and a great selection of platinum. On Squalicum Harbor, 21 Bellwether Way, Suite 107, Bellingham. Follow the bright light, Neater House of Luxury. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects. 360-676-5464. Thanks for joining us here on this Friday. Let's go to Tim in Everson. Hi, Tim. Hi, Joe. How are you doing? Doing well. Okay. You almost sounded like a Republican there for a minute. You said, I kind of agree we need to cut spending. Yeah. (laughs) But then, you know, the, 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 the issue is then what spending do we cut? And that's where the disagreements start, and the uh, and and we hit an impasse. Yeah, and you know what? I I gotta tell you, I just woke up from a nap a little bit ago, so I missed the first part of your show. Okay, but I will tell you this. Uh, you know, I was listening, and usually I come with receipts. I don't like. Unlike some other people who call your show up, I don't like spouting off, and I will go back and get the receipt. Uh, I heard this guy talking today, a financial guy, and he said that we have enough revenue. The federal government has enough revenue coming in uh, currently and in the future to pay the, the interest payments and all our previous uh, spending obligations prior to this new omnibus bill. But we don't have enough money to fulfill everything in the future. So if, if the federal government is bringing in enough money to pay the interest and to fulfill Social Security and Medicare and any past obligations prior to this new spending bill, then why should we raise the debt ceiling? Well, because that bill has been passed and signed, whether uh, you know whether you would agree with it or not, you know what I'm saying? So 
we had enough money, but we're still going to go out and buy the Lamborghini just because. Well, yeah, I guess so. But it's not all just Lamborghini. I mean, I'm just looking at what's in that bill. Um, you know, there's a, it's not there, all the, bad. It's not right, all bad. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, military spending. There's uh, a, diff, a know, lot of military spending, yeah, which I'm in yeah. favor of. But uh, I mean, come on, man. Twenty five billion in uh, in uh, on on agriculture. Uh, commerce, justice, science, seventy-five point eight billion, seven hundred twenty-eight and a half billion on defense. Uh, so these are these are some pretty hefty hefty charges. Um, yeah. So just I saying. yeah I we I don't know that we could just say okay we're not going to spend it um, because it's already been passed and and uh, you know whether though everybody in Congress or everybody in the country doesn't agree that we should have passed it. It has been passed, so it's an obligation now to move forward. I think okay. it, would, it would take, <laughs> as I understand, it would take action by the government to rescind it. You know what I mean? Oh, it, it's not going to get rescinded. No. Uh-uh. No. Yeah. All right. All right, Tim. Okay. Well, I'm glad you woke up from your nap to join us. Oh, it was a good nap, Joe. <laughs> good. <laughs> Have a good weekend. All right. Yeah. Well, Let's go to Doug in Birch Bay. Hi, Doug. Hi, Joe. I didn't catch the name of this of the previous caller who was talking about a pastor who I guess had what did he have fentanyl or whatever it was some kind of drugs. Yeah, this um, is uh, Pastor Steve Parker in uh, was arrested in Mount Vernon last week. Okay, okay. Yeah, the guy. Uh, him to, uh, well, first of all, I guess he, he brought up the fact that he was comparing liberals to this pastor. Uh, you can go to your pastor and buy drugs instead of getting them from the liberals. And uh, I guess first thing that came to mind is, how does he know this guy isn't a liberal, first of all? And I mean, just because he's a pastor doesn't mean he isn't a liberal, right? So, um, okay. but anyway... The guy seemed to be mocking God, and I just want to point out that that if uh, you know this pastor or anybody else was was were following the teachings of Jesus Christ, then they wouldn't be uh, dealing drugs, right? So, so the guy seemed to be mocking that 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 leading a godly life is not going to be any different than than. Um, you know, leading an ungodly life, but uh, well, the caller was think, being uh, uh, the caller was being uh, 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 being sarcastic. Uh, the caller just ahead of him had um, basically laid all these problems: drug, uh, drug abuse, drug addiction, drug smuggling, um, and and other social ills at the feet of the Democrats. She blamed the Democrats for all of these social mm-hmm. ills that they created these ills. So that was this caller's response, was that uh, here is a person, I guess, assuming or making the assumption that he would he would be, uh, and I don't know, conservative, but just that here's a person who is a pastor who is involved in drug smuggling or is alleged to have been involved in drug smuggling and uh, not, mm-hmm. you know, and to take it, you know, just to, to illustrate that it's not just Democrats who are doing this, but I guess we're at the root of the problem. That I think that was the caller's intention uh, rather than to mock religion or or anything else or to make an assumption about what this guy's political leanings are, but uh, just to say, hey, it's it, that was that was what his point was, is that it's not just it's not caused by Democrats or any other that that this happens in all different communities, all different uh, uh, parts of America. Um, you know, there are young people, there are grandmas and grandpas. Here, this guy's fifty-seven years old. You think, well, he'd be out of the business by now, but no, nope, he's not. So, unfortunately, anyway, there we go, yep. Doug. 
But I appreciate right, your call. Thanks, Joe. All right, yeah. Appreciate thanks. your call. Bye-bye. You take care. Well, i got to take a quick break. we got Bruce on the line, and we'll have time to take your call back in two minutes here on KGMI Connects. What makes your team look more professional and carry a bold statement that they're proud to work for your company? A crisp company logoed shirt or uniform from Bergen. Sun is shining and I feel so good. Whatcom County's local logo apparel experts. Bergen pairs their commitment to personal service with professional results, specializing in embroidery, heat application, screen printing, and all kinds of logoed promotional products. Your company apparel should reflect the standards of your business. And when your team wears Bergen's customized apparel, it will. Bergen's new owners understand the importance of your image. They go the extra mile to provide crisp logo apparel. They guarantee that the order will be completed on time to your specifications with a smile. Elevate your company brand with Bergen customized company apparel. From polos to sweatshirts, ball caps to bags and more, Bergen does it all. Give them a call to get a quote within 24 hours or stop by the showroom Monday through Thursday on Iron Gate in Bellingham and online at bergenembroidery.com. Are you looking for health insurance? Is 2023 the year you finally retire? Maybe you were unable to make a change to your plan during the annual enrollment period. Hi, this is Marcia Neal at Vibrant USA. Special enrollment periods may allow you to still make a change to your insurance plan for 2023. Whether you have questions about Medicare or individual health plans, the friendly agents at Vibrant USA can help. Give us a call, 866-733-5111 and put us to work for you. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. Let's go to Bruce in Bellingham. Hi, Bruce. Hi, Joe. Yeah, I'd like to discuss for a moment here uh, uh, abolishing the IRS, which would decrease the debt and uh, put in a flat tax. And set at, say, for example, 10%. Uh, so if somebody made $20,000, well, they have a $2,000 tax bill. If somebody made a million dollars, they'd have, uh, uh, a $100,000 tax bill. Okay. So you're saying like a 10% tax on everybody. Yeah, I'm just putting that number out there for, as an example. I I don't know what the tax rate should be, but uh, uh-huh. I I think that's the fairest way to go on the taxes, and uh, that way they they could, uh, it, and that's including all your income. You know, in other words, if you're an investor and you uh, and you also had a job, but your total income was a million dollars. Well, your tax bill would be $100,000. Well, I guess I see what you're saying, and I I don't know how that would wash out. I Because I, I, my thought was initially with a flat tax, I'm thinking, well, not everybody earns a paycheck. You know, a lot of people have trust funds and things that they, they might live off the interest of a, of a large nest egg or that sort of thing. And so uh, shouldn't those people pay taxes but i what i'm taking from what you're saying is that maybe that would be added in the what they would you know what they would take out of a out of a fund like that or something uh and i guess that makes some sense however absolutely if 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 you have any kind of income be it from a savings account at the at the local bank and which earns uh about 0.1 percent then that it's still income. It might only be twenty five dollars a year, but it's still income, and you would pay a flat tax. In this instance, ten percent, which should be uh, two dollars and fifty cents, and that's and that goes to the to the uh, to the coffers of the government. But I don't know when you. I mean. And I guess maybe twenty thousand. Maybe someone who earns twenty thousand under a program like that wouldn't have to pay the tax. Maybe that would what they'd say. But still, I mean, if say a ten percent, um, you take two thousand dollars away from someone who earns twenty thousand dollars a year, they're left with eighteen thousand, as opposed to someone who makes a million dollars, and you take away a hundred thousand. Um, it seems that uh, it's a lot easier to live on nine hundred thousand dollars than it is to live on eighteen thousand, and people are going to be struggling. I, I, 
I, I, do you see what I'm saying? Well, yeah, I mean, you know, uh, uh, a $2,000 tax bill is not very much. Uh, somebody that makes $20,000 uh, would probably be in uh, in the poverty level. So yeah. they would get they would get probably some kind of certain special uh, situation. Okay. But, uh, you know, I mean, there's, there's a lot of people that, that, that make $500,000, okay. and that's a $50,000 tax, tax bill. I, and I, uh, mo- most I people that, that are middle income earn, earn about uh, between fifty and 75000 a year. So, so I, I doubt, I, though, that uh, it would mean the end of the IRS because people would still be trying to cheat it, trying to you know hide uh, income they didn't have that came through a conventional method of a payroll check, that sort of thing. So there'd still have to be some accounting and that sort of thing. But well, I, I it, it, it would it, it would uh, eliminate the IRS as we know it. Okay. Right. There, there would probably be some agency there, but still, uh, I, I think that that's the fairest way to go. All right, Bruce. Well, thanks for your thoughts. Appreciate it. Okay, bye. Have a good weekend. And uh, well, we'll have a minute or so if you want to chime in here on KGMI Connects. I, I did want to just say real briefly, saw that, and maybe you've seen, you've probably seen the uh, the issue where M and M's no longer going to uh, employ their spokes candies. Because it just had gotten too weird uh, over their change of, uh, I guess, footwear primarily for a couple of the uh, female M&Ms where they had been uh, wearing high heels or, um, uh, in one case, I think, spiked heels. And uh, they decided to put them in flats or something or athletic shoes, and that uh, caused some to say that uh, Mars M&Ms had gone woke. I don't know. It's like, can't we just leave the candy alone? How far do we have to take this? Does everything have to be political? I, I and, and if it does, why? That's all I ask. But I uh, appreciate your political thoughts so, and other uh, th- ideas and, uh, and opinions here on KGMI Connects. As always, hope you have a great weekend. And uh, it's going to get cold, so prepare to bundle up. And we'll be back on Monday, 4 o'clock. I'm a homeowner. I have systems in my house that I want taken care of. How would I want to be treated? I would want predictable, yearly, strict maintenance. I'd want to know exactly what goes on with my systems. And I'd want to know that if something goes wrong, somebody has my back. That's all I care about. The map is the solution to that. The map is a complete synopsis of your system. We also have priority service for our customers. Every time that we go out there, you're going to get a detailed report emailed to you, emailed to us, it's stored in a database, and we can know and predict what needs to happen with your system on a year-to-year basis. We can avoid major breakdowns. That's the point. That's the purpose. When everything is stacking up against you, the MAP or Mars Advantage Plan is filled with solutions. Nobody knows when they're going to lose heat, but everyone needs help when it happens. You can count on Mars Heating and Air Conditioning. We'll be there for you. Imagine living in Linden, perched above the Nooksack River Valley with Mount Baker and the Cascade Mountains in the distance. Enjoy the peaceful surroundings of the mountains and nearby golf course. Make new friends and get involved in new activities. Enjoy fabulous home-cooked meals and spacious apartments designed with your needs in mind. Enjoy your independence. Visit Linden Manor today on Aaron Drive in Linden next to Bender Ballfields or at lindenmanor.com. Call Janet to arrange your personal tour and see why the residents love Linden Manor. Generosity pays, and West Edge Credit Union wants to encourage a little generosity. Now through the end of the year, receive an extra quarter point discount off your interest rate on any car, truck, or motorcycle loan from West Edge, and no payments for 90 days when you donate $25 to a local charity. Now that's a win-win. Offer valid through December 31st on approved credit. See West Edge for details. West Edge Credit Union, federally insured by NCUA, on the corner of James and Alabama. Online at westedgecu.org. This is News Talk 96.5 and AM 790, KGMI Bellingham, KISM HD2 Bellingham, from the West Mechanical Studio.